This is Naptown Talk. We got episode 18 here. September 12th, 2022. The Colts somehow managed to break their week one curse of losing. Was it eight eight games in a row? Without uh, even winning a game. Yep. They didn't even win. Yet they broke it. So I don't even consider that curse broken. I was going to say, well, they broke one, but one's still intact. They broke the, the losing streak, but they are still winless. Still winless. Which is, which is kind of impressive. I mean, yes, obviously, yes, we know they lost. I mean, but that's... No, I will say the good thing that happened is the Titans lost. Oh, thank God. So, I mean, here's here's this for a, a Monday reading. Culture number one in the AFC South right now. That's all you need to know post-week one. <laughs> Colts are tied for the lead in the no, AFC no, no, South. No, not even that. They are in the lead. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Just kidding. That's, We're going to dive way deeper into that's, this. That's what we call a spin zone. Spin zone. You go ahead and start. I'm, I'm done we were, talking. So, yeah, so Zach called me away home to work. We're game playing the podcast. And there's one thing that we were both like, let's say, for the podcast. Um, should we dive right into it? Do you want to talk yes. about Mr. Legos himself, Mr. Goggles? Yes, the hot uh, topic. Oh, yeah, but not hot the hot rod. Hot topic. Mm. Not very hot. Not hot at all. Um. Is my are, this it, is it, dividing Colts Nation right now, and it, it's dividing it according to our poll about 75 25 in favor of cutting him. While my visceral reaction is to cut him, that would be so dumb. It'd be it'd be reckless. If anything, bring in another kicker on a practice squad to no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one, one pass. I don't think they bring him on a practice squad. I bring they put him on the 53. What because, I mean, we just showed that we just lost that game because of our kicking. So you're saying, don't cut him, but bring in another kicker and put him on the 53-man roster? Let it be a kickoff. Because you saw today, Matt. They said Matt Hawk can't even kick off. Oh, you want him to just be place kicker? Yeah, like I mean, bring bring two kickers. I say, like, bring some bring free agent in. Bring all the kickers in. Yeah, and I'm Is that saying where like, you're at, but not cut him. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We're not no, not cut him because I think we'd be dumb because I think you'd get swooped up pretty fast. So yeah, I agree. I I don't man, I want him I want him out of there. I'm gonna be honest. Out of there, like, like I want him out of there. Because it's not just this game, Andrew. It's Baltimore Ravens 2021. Last time he played. Don't get me wrong, aka that Andrew Reed's favorite saying of this pod. Second granted. to granted, actually. Second to granted. Um that dude, I never thought he was an NFL kicker. I think the only reason he has an NFL kicking job is because the way he looks. People like his likeliness. The so Colts you, like his likeliness. So you want him gone? You want him snip, snip, snip? Personally, yeah, but I, I want him gone, but I can't say that's what you should do. You know why? Because I can't think of a logical like solution right now, which is why I'm I'm with you, but I, I do want him gone. I, I'm tired of him. I'm, I'm, I, I'm sick of him. I just don't – it's just not smart right now. We can't do it right now. He's not an NFL kicker, dude. 42 like, yard game winner. That's I, the easiest game winner of your life. And like honestly, like I, I know like it's hard to come back from that, but like he even looks like he's still pouting. Like, you remember him on the Ravens sideline? Like what uh, sorry, the Colts yeah, sideline in the Ravens game? Got hurt. And I I think he could have came back from injury. It's just money bags was just money badge, I should say, was just killing it. So there's no reason to swap that out. So I didn't do any of my own research. So I was doing my Twitter research. I believe um is it Jake Vardy? Vardy? The kicker that they brought in during uh, training camp. I think it's Verity. Verity, yeah. Sorry. I, again, backup kicker. Why should I know his last name? 
But now I have to know his name. Um, he's still out there, so I don't know. Something, something, something for the love of Michael Badgley on a team right now. I've been trying to figure that out. It is the hardest thing to figure out if a kicker is still like if he got signed to a football. According to the Twitter PIs out there, he's a free agent. So on it back. I mean, okay, so we're both on the same page. We need to back. We need to try if he's out there. I'm sorry, interrupting, but I'm I'm getting this off my chest. If he's out there, bring him back. So Bye. you want to piss me off even more besides obviously it would be nice for him to for him to hit the game winning field goal. The what? two kick out of bounds in a row on the kickoffs. You saw me yesterday. I, I I was losing my mind. Like I understand if you don't have the leg to get it there and you're afraid that like the coverage won't be able to set up, just kick it down the middle the second time. Is it that hard? So here's the thing. You didn't have a reaction to my hat today. That's Christmas. It's it's Christmas, yes, but it's it's a Colts hat, and it's the only hat I could think of that would keep me from losing my mind because it is a sock hat. Because <laughs> I am pissed off because one, it looks ridiculous. It's going to match up with how ridiculous the Colts played for losing to the Texans. Clown shoes, clown nose. <laughs> so I I mean, you and I both should be wearing clown. We should be both looking ridiculous right now. You're doing a good job of it. I mean, if um, I want to look ridiculous, I'd go through a Titans jersey on. Boom roasted. Titans suck, lost. Giants, told you, Giants ten and seven season on its way. <laughs> Not bad. Call. Saquon looked like a bad man. Just he saying. did look. He did look like a bad man. But we'll go on to a positive. We oh. have a bad man on our team. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, JT, right. should we get nothing? all? Should, should we get all the negativity out first though, real quick? Man, no, I want to bounce around. I want to just keep this. You want to bounce you around? You don't know where we're going. Well, you don't okay. know if we're going to be positive, very little, or I, I, you know, I, if we're going to be negative, very easy. I just need. I just need to say one thing. We can't blame it all on Mr. Rodrigo Blankenship. No. It's you are we diving into phase two of this cold. I'm not I'm not I, no, it's I mean we, we can, but I'm just trying to say it doesn't come down to just him. No. All phases of the, of the team did not execute yesterday. And this is where you're gonna hear me say something here. Okay. All right, go ahead. I, I you, you know who I am. Come on in. I'm this it wasn't just you're realist. we we're realists. That's that's me. I'm a realist. Well, so, being a homer at the same time. Yes, homer realist. So you saw the Colts take the L or take a T. It's it's an L. Ridiculous. I mean, mm. it, it, well, I okay. can argue. It's, here's where I'm gonna. I have a positive, and actually, right before I go into my next negative, we'll come back to that. We'll go into my positive. Colts were down 17 going into the fourth quarter. Yes, I, and I know it was a Texans team, but they came down from they came back up from a three point or three score deficit. And I can I can say I don't think the team last year does that, and I, I think that says a lot on Matt Ryan. No, I think Carson Wentz just gives up. I think he gives up as well. Yeah, Michael. Oh, well, first off, Michael. I, Pittman I Jr. actually tell you, I'll give you a dog. little bit better of it. Yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. Dog, dog. Jonathan Taylor, dog. Yeah. Matt Ryan, dog. Yeah, Quiddy Pay, dog, dog. Yeah. Shout out my dad. Like great start on Quiddy Pay leading the Colts in sacks. All right, we're. I wanted to so I want to bounce around, yeah. but go, no, go yes. finish, so go finish it. So that's good. They came back. I mean, now it was the Texans, but I mean, it's still hard to come back down from 17 points and get yourself in a position to win the football game. If someone, if you're a Colts fan and someone at the water cooler throughout this next week approaches you, is like, wow, I can't believe you tied the Texans. Ask them what's worse, a loss three to 20 to the Texans or a tie to the Texans? Yeah. Gotta look I at know the my box. answer. 
I, the worst ones off. If we if we would not have scored a touchdown in the game, I legitimately probably would have been still the team. But then you forgot we had Mister Guy that's in MVP talks. Dog, Jonathan Taylor. That's a good start. Double he, Derrick Henry's yardage. And well, career high rushing as well. Career high in rushing. And Is that really? I just don't believe that. Fact check it. Fact I know you said it. it, but I just I don't believe it. Excuse me. I just, just just tell me what it is. Ah, see now, I'm, hold on. I'm getting collegiate. I the shirts because I'm pretty sure he broke a record his rookie year of Colts' most rushing yards in the game. Um, JT most yards ran in single NFL game. Dude, I'm trying. Zach, just do a dance real quick. I'm gonna figure it out before you. Dude, yeah, that, that's me getting caught by Twitter. So Andrew sucks. Oh my god. I'm an idiot. Yep. 253. Yeah. Ugh. 253. That was his rookie season, right? That was like yep. last week. It was like up there. I suck. You know what? I, 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 Twitter got me. Twitter got me. Yeah, you got got, kid. Can't believe got everything you see. I know, but I, but so he's a dog. He, he looked really okay. good. Good. Yeah, dog. That's a good thing. Bad thing. I had my first down, Frank Reich. Now I'm going to go into a negative because we're bouncing around on this thing. I'm always, you know me, I'm a believer in right. Can, can I guess it? What is it? What was it the fourth down call where they were on the wildcat from the five-yard line? Stupid, stupid play. Dumbest ball. call I've seen in a long time. Man, I've seen of, a lot of dumb play calls. It's one of them, but it's just like, it's mainly, how do you not get your team ready to come beat a very bad Texans team that you just stomped on last year? Now, how, what, now how, how can you just not get your team ready for that? I, I just don't get it. How, how are they not coming out? Why are they not scoring that first drive? So that's that's my ta- specialty. We're, we're talking about – I've been debating this. Do you think Davis Mills has, has any upside? No. Okay. No, not at all. He didn't, mm. I mean, he didn't do anything special. He just I, got I, lucky. I think, I think Brandon Cooks was just a vacuum yesterday. Brandon Cooks is good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, but Davis Mills is not – he's not it. And we made him – he won, and he didn't. Even, I mean, tied. I, this is a win for the Titans. It, it's a win for for the Texans, and it's a loss for us. Yeah, but I'm I'm just like I don't know. Like if this is where I'm at with right because this is a bad start to the season, and there, there's no, no better. You can only go up from here. I mean, if you lose to Jacksonville, gosh, that's right. We just lost to Jacksonville and the Texans in back to back games. Yeah. And if we have a three-game losing streak consisting of Jacksonville, Texans, Jacksonville, it's gonna be rough. To, it's gonna be a rough day. Whoa, 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 time out. That's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're you so, know we're Colts fans. What what do we we know that's not gonna happen? Just like oh, we yeah. said, we we said there's no way they're gonna lose week one. Listen, there's no way. So yes, 30, 34, 14, 35, 14, 35, 10. All right. So you know how you're talking about John Taylor being a dog. Yeah. You wanna know who was not a dog? Everyone on the offensive line besides a name main uh, a name man uh, named Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly. He he had he had a few of them, but I think since he was next to Q, I think again that's just what his whole career has been. Is Q picking up that block with him, or is that no? That okay, you know but that, talking about yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a great play, but the snaps though, like, I think it's. I, I don't know if it's Kelly. I don't know if it's Matt Ryan, but four drop snaps in a game. It was definitely split between the two. There's there's one that Matt Ryan should have had. It was a shotgun. He fumbled. And then the one under center, 
he Matt Ryan was in the middle of his cadence and he snapped the ball before he finished the cadence. And so, like you said, how do you know? You didn't what was the cadence? Huh? Yeah, you don't you don't know. Go ahead. You ask me that again. Sorry, Finn wants to ask you that real quick. Okay. Finn, just to let you know. And nobody else on the team moved. The ball was snapped and nobody moved. That's when you know it's a center. That, so, so, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, yes, you talked me into that one. Besides that one really good pickup he had on the blitz, I, I don't know. The offensive line for me looked shaky. The tackle play looked shaky. Braden Smith looked like he was on an island, and he was just getting torched by Jerry Hughes, 35 years old. Braden Smith looked bad. He looked terrible. And Braden Smith has those games. We've seen him have these games before. He, he falls out most of the time he's up, but when he's down, he's down. Last year we gave him a little bit benefit of the doubt because he was hurt. I, I just, Unless he's hurt, he, he's got no excuse. And I think I was just too caught up on watching the egregious tackle plays because Matt Pryor didn't look that good either. I didn't get no. a chance to really look into the interior. And, again, this is me be, uh, being my Twitter PI. Sounds like Danny Pinner didn't have a good game either. Your Twitter resources just aren't great, though. So how can I trust it? True. I was off on that one. But I don't know. I Do I think Matt Pryor is a good offensive lineman? Absolutely. Do I think he's better he than that? Yes. Do you think I, he's a good offensive lineman? I th- in, in a swing tackle guard like setting. I think he's a good backup offensive lineman. I don't think he's a good offensive lineman. Well, I mean, what do you say, what, what do you say about Pinner, then? I don't know about Pinner yet. Yeah. But, I think this is his year to prove to us that he's starter worthy. But I can't make that statement. As of right now, Bert, I didn't watch him overly too much, but I he's he's been pretty solid. Now, one guy that looked okay and is a small sample size was Bernard Ryman. Yeah. He, he played they, did you see they said it was intentional that they put those uh both of them in? They did a little rotation. That was intentional. I didn't did not see that. Yeah, right. I, I'm uh, reading too many bad Twitter takes. Ballard, they said, yeah, they said it was intentional. They said they did that on purpose. Um, and I'm guessing because they're trying to get Ryanman to slowly ease into that spot because of what I just said. They know if I know Pryor is not a good lineman, they know he's not a good lineman. If I know Pryor is a good backup, they know he's a good backup. So honestly, they're trying to ease Ryanman into that starting position so Pryor can take the backup role. Honestly, I think by week six, you see the here's what the line's going to look like green from left or right. Bernard Ryman, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Matt Pryor, Braden Smith. No, I, I just, I, I'm not. I was just, that's just my take. Okay, I like it. I think Penner's going to be good enough to start at that guard. It's hard to say. Small sample size against. Since when th- did you? When did you become a Penner hater? I, I did not know you as a Penner hater. Big Key would not be happy with you. Mister Eighty Million Dollar Man would not be very happy with you right now. Something's got. We got to do something here. Yeah, you're right. I'm not very happy right now with the freaking. Yeah, I was going to say, why, why, yeah. <laughs> I'm pissed. If, if you're everybody keep else this... is too. Colts Nation is pissed. All right. Anything else on the offense? Oh, all right. I think we, I just want think... to say, we had to sit on that L for so long from Jacksonville Jaguars just to turn around and tie the Houston Texans. <sighs> so there is, there's a lot of trolls out there that are saying that this is Matt Ryan's fault. I honestly haven't even crept into that side. It's it's totally. it's it's there, and I think the brain cells there are not very. There's not a whole lot. It doesn't help when Wentz goes off for four TDs, but this is still week one. It is, and overreactive I, week one. So like, yeah, Matt Ryan. I think 
I mean, if it wasn't for Hartwood botching that field goal, he would have had another game-winning drive under his belt. That would have been cool. First game one, something that Carson Wentz did not do the whole 2021 Literally, campaign with us. One game with the Colts. He let, yeah, one game with the Colts. He would have had more than him. Yeah. So uh, that conversation's in the dust. I think I think we're all happy with our latest acquisition. Going back very briefly on Carson Wentz, I am glad he played like that because that just bought himself some more times so that we can get that third rounder upgraded. Oh, I know. I, I mean, I, yeah, we. I definitely think we're going to get the second rounder, but I think watch. I think the Commanders fans are going to go through something very similar that we went through. Hi, mm-hmm. I remember last year like Carson Wentz is a dog, mm-hmm. and then. I mean, last Left season he, he made some mistakes that I just didn't think that were going to be consistent mistakes, and then he just kept making those mistakes. Um, so so he, you mean he kept, production, he kept... his mistakes were going up? Or no, his mistakes were staying constant, but his production was going down, so he's getting exposed. So just just buckle up, Washington Commanders fans. That's all I have to say. He played the Jags. I'll tell you something. Yeah. I'll tell you something that I saw. So going back to one of our earlier podcasts when we were speculating the Colts quarterback, you brought up Matt Ryan, and I instantly said no. What was my reasoning? I didn't want Phillip Rivers 2.0. Phillip Rivers had a broken foot, and you could not tell he had a broken foot. And Matt Ryan made some plays on his legs. Yeah, He, he got some first downs on his legs. He, I don't want to see him getting first down on his legs, but he did it. He, he showed made, he could do it. He made two of them. I was like, yeah, Phillip Rivers can never. But also, when you realize when you're saying Phillip Rivers 2.0, you're saying it's an improvement. I think – fair. You got better. I, I'm sure they got a little he, bit more more, more mm-hmm. mobility. Okay, sorry, I had to call you out there on that one real quick. No, you're right. I think I think the chat know what I was saying, but by 2.0, yes, that's technically an improvement. But I would consider this 3.0 because yeah. you're getting better legs and a better arm. Yep, I agree. I think the leash is back same. on top. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> in so talking about the passing game. I actually don't think our wide receivers look that bad. I think Alec Pierce had a very um, rough welcome mm. to the league game. But... So, really quick, Alec Pierce scored a touchdown. I would have cashed in a $500 parlay. Yeah, but did you? Uh, yes, Andrew, I did. Is that what you mm. want to hear? You did cash in? Yeah, I did. If ifs and buts were... For a check of tears <clears throat> and pain. I'm surprised I kept him in after he got leveled. Oh, oh yeah. They, they bent that hit Bennett's face mask. Yeah, I don't, they, I, they I would have pulled off the helmet. <laughs> okay, well, time out. Let's talk about the Texans real quick. They played kind of dirty. Yeah, they got nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, they're a shitty franchise. And, to, and I, I hate watching games on CBS because those commentators were defending that hit that Alec Pierce took. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to like level lower his head into his chest. No, that was head to head, crown to crown, like not crown to crown, but he did smoke him. It was dome to dome, is a better way to put it. Yeah, because neither of their heads were down. But like I said, that bent his face mask, dude. (laughs) You know how hard you have to hit somebody to bend their face mask? Pretty hard, pretty hard. So, your boy Mike Strong almost as hard when you hit somebody and their helmet pops off. Mm. Cry, shut up. So your boy Mike Strong looked really good. Eleven plays, two catches. Get him out on the field more often. Doolin looked good. He did have that one mm. drop, but like I said, so I at the time that's a that's a good defensive play. But then like when you rewatch it, you're like, 
man, it looked like he just barely tapped that ball and it popped out. I want to see that catch secured. There's no reason you should drop that. You got it in your hands. It's secured. You hold on to that. You make that football your baby at that point. You don't let go. I, I still think it was a good defensive play. Good defensive play, but you got to make a better offensive play in that situation. Yes, yes obviously. <clears throat> um, I thought the wide receivers looked pretty good, so I'm not, I'm not freaking out there. Um, I'm not freaking out about that, but again, would I have loved to have seen T.Y. going to Houston to roll him for add 100 more yards to his resume? Been happy with it. I would have liked to see a little bit more PC. Um, we got a few plays out of him, but I didn't see any deep shots with him. He took one of Doolin. That was it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we didn't start playing offense until the fourth quarter, so it could have been in the playbook somewhere. Third quarter, four passing yards. Right, that, Let's sit on that for a second. So I, I do have to give a nod, though. I feel like the, the Texans secondary are playing out of their freaking minds, especially on the goal line. Um, maybe maybe we're just so flat that it just looked like they were playing at a higher intensity. Is it them playing out of their minds, or are you just being delusional to maybe there is a Colts receiving problem? No, I don't think there's a receiving problem. I'm just saying that I, I, I was impressed with the Texans secondary for what the Texans are. Okay. I thought they. I thought their goal line defense was was good. I mean, they shut us out twice. At the, at, at, it's tough because a team like the Texans, you don't really know if it's just they made some good plays and they're a tough goal line defense, or the Colts just blow it and I, didn't call the right plays. I get. I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, I know. I can tell you what played the the Wildcat pitch that throw that shit away. That that annoyed the living hell out of me. If you're gonna do a Wildcat like that, spread them out, man. Don't make it a read on. If you're gonna do a read option wildcat, we've seen it before. Get everybody away from the line of screen, like um, from the ball. Get them all spread out. I want to see an empty, you know. I, I want to see it's it's a read option, but all the receivers are lined out wide. Give J if you're gonna do a read option and you're gonna utilize JT or Naeem Hines, give them some room to work with. Don't just smash them all together so that somebody can collapse on the, the guy when there's two of them. All that play took was one defensive player breaking the line of scrimmage early, and that play was done. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Or um, going revisiting Matt Matt Ryan's interception. That was that was a good play by Jerry Hughes. And if Matt Ryan lost that ball a little bit higher, you know, and I think he had some pressure, so he rushed that throw. If he would have lost that a little bit higher, so JT can get under it and catch it without Jerry Hughes dick bag catching that ball, that would have been a tutty. So here's my thing: why stats can be a little bit confusing sometimes. That's like when you think of Carson Wentz's interceptions last year, they are egregious. Yeah. That yeah. that was a great play, but it's obviously it's a stats to stat. It's not left-handed. I know it's not left-handed, and it's not like spin out of a sack. I mean that was a good play with a lazy throw, in my opinion. Perhaps. I also think uh Jerry Hughes you you saw it why he was a savvy vet right there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You want to you wanna switch over to defense, or you want to talk more offense? Let's head on the defense. We haven't really well, talked much on them. Sorry, one thing in my cranium. Granson yeah. has potential, but he's not it. In my still, opinion. still I'm very raw. I'm not sold on Granson. I would, I, would, I would, honestly, with the way it was going, I would have wanted to see some more Jelani Woods. I don't know, man. It's weird. There, there might be a reason he's not out there. I hope you got to remember, he switched to tight end. He was a quarterback. So I hope they don't maybe stash, he's still develop. I hope they don't stash him away like they did Granson. Last season. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. But moving on to the defense, Nick Cross, 
good. I like what I saw out of him. Julian Blackman would have been nice to see him make more plays than he did. He didn't look spectacular out there. There's a few. He looked look rusty. That's a good one. Von Gilmore. Dog. That dude looked good. I mean, he looked fast, dude. You got to get confused when, when you see, when, like, you're going to see a receiver make a play. He was closing in. He was right there to make those plays. He just, he was just not making them. He's, he's putting himself in the position to make these plays. And I think he will make these plays when it comes down to it. And, and you got, yeah. I think, I think Brady Cooks was playing out of his freaking mind yesterday, too. There are some that they're coming out with some of these inaccurate Davis Mills balls that were just like, okay, how do I want to say out of his freaking mind? I don't think any Texan played out of their freaking mind. I, I think the Colts should have beat them. There's no question about it. There's, I think the Colts just classically beat themselves and the Texans took advantage of it. Honestly, even though they had an opportunity to go for it with 20 seconds left in overtime and they punted it. What a bunch of pusses. That's just, that's sad. You got a kicker that's automatic. You just run that ball. Oh my gosh. I that was pussy shit right there. <laughs> I'm just gonna be straight up. All right. Looks like when I make the YouTube not made for kids check. Yes. But I don't know. Yannick Yannick Ngakwe. He made a play. I think I heard his name called once. Um and I, play. I really wish, good play. I wish I could say it's because he's getting used to the defense, but he played in this defense last year. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe so, it was just an off game. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you got to remember, who was he going against? He was a left tackle for the uh, Texans. Tunzel. Exactly. So, maybe it was just a combination of him not being in the right spot, right time, and going against a good left tackle. Now, I wasn't too impressed with the pass rush all the way up until um, Quiddy Bay decided he wanted to show up to play, which was mm-hmm. freaking cool. Back-to-back sacks in the clutch. Yep. Quiddy Pay. That was great uh, to see. Grove. Grove played good. Grove played good. D-Buck was getting double teamed the whole damn game. He was. Um, but Grove Grove stepped up when we need him. Defense stepped up at the end of the game. Linebackers, they kind of played played a great run defense. Pass defense was a little weird. But where the hell, man? You got to get back in your zone. How are you going to leave the seam wide open so that O.J. Howard, not even on the Texans for a week, can score two tutties on you? O.J. Howard, two targets, two receptions, two tutties. Probably the first time Davis Mills ever threw him a football. <laughs> and both of them were touchdowns. But, yeah, like you said, I think the linebackers played the run well. Defense, um, that's where I'm hoping when the Maniac returns, we'll see that boost. See that boost. So going in next week, is the Maniac playing? I don't know. I really do. I Because whenever they activated him and he was practicing, I kind of thought he'd be playing week one. I never but, thought he was playing week one. But since they didn't put him on like the since they didn't put him on IR, obviously they have intents for him coming back before the force the first four I think, games. I think Shaq's gonna be like, hey guys, you need me on this field. Texans are a lot worse of a football team than the Jacksonville Jaguars are. So like you said, I think the defense stepped up when need to. I think what really killed us though, outside of the kicking department, penalties. I'm it, I'm done talking about it. I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. We've we've had plenty of discussion on this. But can bad, we say, terrible performance? Can we Go at least, we'll can we at least say that up. that Kenny Moore PI was a load of shit? Yeah, it was a load of crap. A whole load of it. The running supporter was whatever, but so yeah, going in next week, Jacksonville Jaguars. 
I was very high on them beating the Texans, and I I'm still I'm I'm not gonna sit here and count this team out. I still think they can beat the the Jags pretty handedly, and I I was really hoping they'd use it the first um the first game they'd use that Jaguars L that they sat on as motivation, but forgot that I'm a Colts fan and the Colts just don't show up in week one. So hopefully week two is it and they end at least one of these two droughts and beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. I think we're going to see a lot more points in the offense. I agree. I think the offense offense number one um offense in the league right now. <laughs> so who who do you think yeah right isn't that crazy? That's a fun stat. Ugh let's talk about I got a question for you yeah next week who's going to be the receiver to step up I would like to see Paris Campbell I would love to see Paris Campbell I want to see a Paris Campbell deep ball next week I thought yeah don't get me wrong uh, MPJ is exactly what we know MPJ to be a dog get all the receiver one dog um but that wide receiver two is very much up for grabs Wide receiver two is up for grabs right now. I didn't see anybody separating himself from the competition, except for the guy that bought or that caught a football 10% of the time he was on the field. Mike Strong. Strong. Closer I, to 20%, actually. Two out of 11. Yeah, you're right. Do your math. It's under, it's under 20, above 15%. There we go. Anywhere from 15 plus to 20 minus. Alec Pierce had a rough go of it. There's no other way to say it. Um, I'm hoping to see a little bit. See something out of him. Let's get the rookie shakes out of the way. Yeah, you got you, know, welcome, you, know you got you already had your welcome to the NFL moment. You're in. Nobody was hitting him like that in camp, except for Stephon Gilmore, maybe. Oh, let's bounce back. Yeah. I'd like to see Paris Campbell. I think if it's not him, who like who else is going on seven dot wide receiver two role? That's what sucks right now. Is we have a lot uh, to figure out in the receiver positions. So. I would love to say Doolin. I just, I, I just, I, I can't though. I think he's, a, I think he's, I think wide receiver three is where he's at this year with us. You, you stated that you're not worried about this receiving room, but we can't even, can't even figure out who our receiver two is right now. So yeah, I mean, it, it's it, everyone's in the pack right now. No one stones obviously. <laughs> it's week one. Himself. It's week yeah. one. Got to just keep saying that. So going into the Jags game, what are the, what are, give me three things the Colts need to change to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars versus what they did against the Texans week one. I want to say improve play calling just a little bit. Improve play calling. I like it. Um, I think, I think they got a little bit predictable the first half. Hence why they saw them or rust because we all know they're going to stack the box and try to, uh, to defend the run. Mm-hmm. And they, they still did. I would have seen a little bit more passing. That's it. Um, I like the, I know they were trying to establish one early. I get it. But I would like to see the Colts next week go straight into passing, so that opens up the run. Yeah, exactly. We saw what happened when the Texans thought we were in run or pass-heavy mode. We just started handing the ball at the JT, and he was eating eight yards at a time. Yeah, one, I don't think we have to protect our passing game anymore. We have a seasoned veteran that shows that he can pass the ball. I don't think we have to hide behind a run game with Carson Wentz. I think both these both these aspects of our game are good enough to define a game for us. And man, you keep needing dropping Carson Wentz, but he just threw four tutties. I'm going by the Col- I'm going by the Colts. Carson Carson Wentz. Okay, okay, okay. Who could barely throw for like over 130 yards a game? <laughs> um, but meanwhile, Matt Ryan just threw for like what 340, 350 something. This is Andrew's Twitter stats, or is this like actual nope. stats? I got the I got the box score right here, 352. Hey, bee, let's Yay. go. Hey, woo. Um, threw for about sixty-four percent. Yep, yeah, he played. He plays. We wanted him to. 
Matt Ryan did what he needed to do to win us the game. And that's get the football to your receivers, make some plays, don't make very many two uh, mistakes, which don't get me wrong. Okay, Andrew, don't get me wrong. <laughs> he dropped a freaking lot of uh, snaps for some reason. Yeah. But I think that's going to get cleaned up. That'll, that'll get cleaned up. I, know, I think they're going to put emphasis on You got on two it. vets. Yeah. So you, you got two vets. You got two pro bowlers. Pro bowlers right there. A few, former MVP. Future MVP. <laughs> All right. So I gave I gave you you, you talk about our three things we need to prove upon for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. I said improved play calling is mine. Let's hear mm-hmm. yours. Okay. Well, I said three. Oh, you want me to give three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, three keys to beat the Jaguars next week. Three improvements, not keys. Three improvements. Um, I think number two is discipline. Saw some fouls. I mean, sorry, saw some penalties. Kind of questionable. Saw some fouls. Yeah, sorry. Boy. Yeah, wrong. Wrong sport. Eat your, eat your. Um, saw some weird penalties. Um, the roughing the kicker. Eat your. The roughing the kicker really pissed me off. That, that, that one was stupid. Was... He was so close to blocking that, though. And then the two kicks out of bounds. I know that's on one individual person. And then also you talked about, like, the linebackers playing the pass a little bit better, staying in their zones. I think discipline. I think we were a little bit too lax, which we thought was the Texans as week one and we're the Colts. I'd like to see some improved discipline. Okay. So uh, that's a football that's a football guy answer if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. So discipline. Better play calling. Better play calling. And then when I say better play calling, just, just you gotta mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I think they uh they really thought they were gonna kick walk the Texans as we did. Yep. And, and they, if they I ever prepare. If I ever see that wildcat again on fourth and goal, I will lose my mind. Not fourth and goal, man. Come on now. Um, okay, so third improvement. Line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Oh, um, two birds, one stone. Yeah. I would like to see – offensive line probably just needs to gel a little bit. You have two new starters in there, both on each side of the ball, so I can get it. Um, but that was also against the Houston Texans defense, so – like to see a little bit more. Like I know they're scheming for the run. Doesn't matter. We should have one of the best offensive lines in the game, and we have the best running back in the game. We should still be able to run inside run against the Texans. Yeah. Um, and then the defensive side of the ball for their line of scrimmage, they had their. It took them until the second half because the first half I was getting pretty frustrated because we didn't see much of a pass rush. No pass rush. And Damian Pierce and Rex Burkhead were able to get those four or five yard gains that really should have been stops in the backfield. Mm-hmm. So I want to see a little bit more from the interior, and I I want to see I, I want to see Yannick step step up. I do. On Yannick out. Um, I get it. I, like I said, week one. Um, but it can't be like we had three sacks in the game. One of them was a, was a strip sack, which was awesome. That was a great turning point. And then the other two came in overtime. With Quiddy Beck Beck, that's not consistent enough for me for pass rush, if you ask me. No. So I'll tell you, I really hope when we see Colts versus Jags that we see the Colts team that we thought we were going to see. Mm-hmm. I hope we see the Colts team that they should be, and they finally play above the level of their opponent and beat the GD Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. We have first done time that in a since long time. 2014. Okay. Let's uh, do it. Let's make it happen. Do it. All right, so play calling, discipline, own the line of scrimmage. Jack, let's hear it. I mean, the line of scrimmage was also going to be mine. I'm going to go ahead and change it a little bit. Let's go to pass rush. 
I, um, I want to see them sorry, carry I, that I, momentum. Mine was uh, too encompassing. I'm sorry. Yeah, you cheated. Uh, I'm going to give you directs. Three direct improvements. I want to see the pass rush carry what they had. I want yeah, I want Yannick to feed off of Quiddy, and I want to see I want to see a three plus sack performance next week by the Colts. I want to see I want to see four sacks next week at least. Yes, at least. I'm so good. Yes, going into the number two, I'm going to call out the receiving group. I disagree with you. I didn't see enough out of the receivers to be comfortable with him. I want them to prove to me that they can do it. I want three guys on the team to have 50 plus receiving yards. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure we had Michael Pittman had over a hundred. Yep. And then you had Naheem who was the closest. That's my guess. He had 50. Exactly. Ashton Doolin had 46. So good. Okay. Take. Yeah. So I want to see three guys with 50 plus receiving yards and I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, People other than Michael Pittman Jr. scoring a tutty. Yeah, you want you want me to just read it down in the line real quick to refresh our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Pittman nine for one hundred twenty-one. Nice. Naeem Himes six for fifty. Expected. Doolin three for forty-six. Doolin. That's that's a nice spread. He, I wish it was. Harris Campbell three for thirty-six. I want to see more. Strong two for thirty-six. Sexy. Mo Ali Cox two for twenty-six. Okay. Dude, I want to see Mo Ali Cox get the football more. You saw how hard it, you saw how hard it was for that dude to try to tackle him. He bounced right off him. He looked like he looked like he tried to tackle like literally tackled an oakwood tree out in the front yard. And then he just ran into him and missed. Just to finish it off, Kalen Granson three for twenty two. I'm not sold on Granson, man. Um, and then JT four for fourteen. Got to work on that screen game and the dump off game. I like I said, I think that you complete that screen that Mister Hughes picked off. I think that's a tutty. Out Pierce doesn't drop that one in the end zone. That's a win. That's a win. We'd be talking different story, and I'd be $500 richer. Yep. But there's always next week, baby. That's why we love betting. All right. <laughs> That's why we love betting. So That's great. Let's see. Let's see the Colts pull out the win in Jacksonville. This one right here, you must win by more than 10 points. I don't want this to be a ball game at all. You have everything – to prove right here and also everything to lose. Cause if you start 0 and 2 against two <laughs> a division opponents in the weakest division in the NFL, I'm comfortable well, saying that. NFC North is close. NFC's North is close, but the Vikings, that's my sleeper team this year. Vikings are good. And now they got a solid offensive coordinator that knows how to use his best weapons. Um all right, so you got pass rush. Why am I spacing the second? Wide receivers. Right, wide receivers. One by 10. And one by 10. I want to see Sammy, I want to see Sammy Ellinger in. I do. He, was, uh, he wasn't active for last game. Hmm. Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? I didn't. I was too busy worrying about Matt Ryan to see how he would look. I'm saying that purely from like a we're shit, we're shit kicking the um, the Jacksonville Jaguars so hard that we get to see the backups. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I like that. That's a great point. So let's go ahead and wrap up by giving our points, point of views on the games that happened yesterday. Funniest thing of the day so far. Uh, sorry, from yesterday that I saw uh, the Bears. Losing. No, well, that was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, you beat me that one. But not even like um, like team related. The Bears. <laughs> the Bears. Got the Niners. 
the Bears got flagged for a personal foul because they had a towel on the field whenever they're trying to kick a, a – I think it was either an extra point or field, but I don't remember. But well, because You they, know what it was. You know what happened, right? What? It was a foul because he got it after the timeout. Yeah. Like he, he was just doing everything he can to keep the ball dry because they were playing the monsoon, and they got hit with a 15-yarder. That's tough. Knocked him out of field goal range. That is tough. Um, let's see. Just Jay Jettas put the league on notice. Jay Jettas, thank you for, for smashing Lance Meyer. And for, 173 points and in fantasy, for baby. Everyone calling me out for taking the fourth pick. Yeah, that's who I pick. So, yeah, there you go. Go ahead, poop on him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I my biggest uh, takeaway from yesterday: AFC is going to be tough. T-U-F-F, tough. Colts are going to play, going to have to play a lot better football than we saw because the Bills, Chiefs, hell, even Lamar look good. There's going to be a lot of scary roads you got to go down. Can can I, can I, I I'm sorry. Yeah, go I, just, go I just, get that timeout. I Did I get a first overall pick in fantasy? No. So, oh. so Ryan, friend of the pod, hopefully I have you on soon. His dad just replied to us on Twitter. Yep. I just saw it. So um, Zach put out a tweet earlier saying he was uh, giving a poll for if they should if they should cut Rodrigo Blankenship, and Mister Dickinson comes out of nowhere and says, "Cut the coach." Oh, that's spicy. I like it though. Go always, yeah. You can't seem to have our team ready. Agreed. I said that it's week one. Why can't you be ready for it? Yeah, and he also says, "Go always coaches like we aren't better." Than the team, and we need special trick plays to win. Better team grinds out wins. Brad, salute to you. I agree. That was You're a great like hearing. I just covered one. some of that, and I agree with you, Brad. I'm worried. I'm not completely ready to cut the coach, but this is the first time I've started wandering down that weary road. Or, you know, um, let the OC pick the plays. Not too sad about that because Reich's specialty is scoring on first drive. He didn't do it. Come on. Be I'm sorry. It. I'm so bitter about that Wildcat, dude. <laughs> we all are. Um, okay. So, around the league. Um, love the fact that Titans lost. Oh, thank you, Giants fans. Saquon. Saquon kind of back, Dog. Dog. <laughs> He's good. Um, let's see. Sunday Night Football. Snooze fast. Snooze fast. Field goal after field goal. Uh, sucks for Dak Prescott. Yep. And, own, and, his, and his owners. I have no pity for you. I know. So, sorry. Not sorry. Um, That kind of sucks, but, I mean, so I was thinking about this. Why did the Cowboys de- dominate Pride Time? I know they're America's team. Like, they have not been relevant since the 90s. I'll tell you why. The commercials for freaking Prime Time are the Dallas Cowboys. Did you notice that? No. Did you see how many stupid commercials there were with Dak Prescott or CeeDee Lamb? I'm like, this is BS. Sabrina <laughs> told me the first football team she knew. She's new to football, everybody. Two years in, and I got her. She's a diehard Colts fan. Shout out, Sabrina. Um, but first team she knew was the Cowboys. And she goes, why did I know them first? I'm like, probably because they're fed into your soul by the freaking media. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders they have their own freaking reality TV show. And then I noticed that Cowboys were just in every commercial last night. It's like, be Chester Cheeto. Passing out some Cheetos, and there's uh, Dak Prescott. Hurt hand and all. Yes. Yeah, so anyways, that's uh, – I was feeling a little fiery about that one today. 
Um, like I started thinking like, why do I hate the Cowboys? And then I just got reminded at the beginning of that game yesterday. I was like, I kind of like Dak Prescott. I don't hate him. Why do I hate him? Oh, because I don't like the Cowboys. Why do I not like the Cowboys? Answers. See, I actually don't mind Dak. I think, but I hate the Cowboys. He carries you in fantasy. He has. I remember the years of the garbage points. Dak's great at garbage points. Um, let's see. Going more around the league. Let's see. So you, you watch the Jets? No. Okay. Well, let's get our fans a bet that's going to hit tonight. See, Broncos, I, Seahawks. Broncos money line. Broncos spread. Alternate spread. More than a field goal. Yeah. I don't know what this game is. I'm. Uh, I, to be fair, I don't know what either either one of these teams are. Okay, we're gonna build a three leg parlay that just it's not gonna lose. Okay. Yep. Three and a half. Broncos. Mm-hmm. Alternate spread. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, passing yards. Over. 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 over I, don't even, I don't know what it is, but over. <laughs> over. Yeah, because anything think... oh, that anything two fifty and under, I'd hit it over. Oh, it's definitely not going to be at 250. If I had to get – oh, let's play a fun game. While I, look, while I pull up my phone and look up what, what FanDuel has to say. Okay. What's the line? Yeah. Tell me. What, what's his over-under? Who? Russell Wilson? Yep, for passing. Tell me right now. 248. I'm going to go 272. And drum roll, please. Russell Wilson, 253. Huh. Five bucks right there, baby. I did not bet five dollars. Yeah, that. run it back. Well, I'll insert the clip. Andrew said <laughs> you bet five bucks on it. Andrew said you'd bet his whole next paycheck on that. Yo. I heard it. You heard it. Whoa. You said it. Um yeah, so over. I take the over on that. And then one more. I'm not betting a single thing on the Seahawks. Nope. 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 Javante Williams, rushing yard? What is it? Let's find out. Can we do it again? Um, yeah. I'll, <laughs> let's go uh, 2-0 and against your bitch ass. Yeah, I'll give you the start. Don't look, you cheating ass. No, I'm still looking at Gino Wilson. Sorry, <laughs> Gino Wilson. Um, Gino Smith is at 208, so I'm going to go. Rushing yards? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. <laughs> I said rushing yards. Oh, sorry. I'm going to go 68 rushing yards for Javante Williams. Javante Williams. I'm gonna go fifty-six. Damn, you're good. Fifty-eight and a half. <laughs> I don't know why dollars, baby. I don't, why is that so low? Because it's uh, Javante Williams is not Andrew Week Fifteen Javante Williams. Yeah, but you're also going against the Seahawks. And are the Seahawks? Is it the run defense good? Name one person on their defensive line or linebacking core. Doesn't mean it's not good. Doesn't humor me. I don't think I can. Tied, neither can I. Yeah. I think Diggs is in their secondary, but that's about that's all I have. Oh, and um Andre. Tariq Woolen. Is that uh the this he was a he was a cornerback that I wanted the Colts to draft. I believe he's starting for him as a rookie. Yeah. So there you go. I wanna say give over on that. that. I wanna say over on that. Give me the under. Give me the under. Mm-hmm. Point scored. Point score 100. That's our uh, parlay. Over under is 43. 
Don't expect this. I expect this to be a 24 to 10 game. I would agree. Um, so, all right. So, for to recap, um, Broncos minus three spread. Mm-hmm. Alternate. Over Russell Wilson passing yards. Yep. And what was our third one? We just talked about a few of them. We're talking about the under the points. We're going to take Devontae Williams rushing. Points. Under on points. Yep. Under on the points. That's a slime tube parlay, baby. Slime tube parlay. <clears throat> slime I said, tube no, no, won't no, no, no. lose. Time out. No, that's not slime tube parlay. That's from that town talk parlay, baby. Slime tube's underground. It is underground. It's a little slimy. It is a little slimy. It's a little tubing. Neptune. Nap tube. <laughs> Nap tube. Nap town slime tube parlay. Can't miss. Won't miss. All right. So, um, yeah. Go horse. Let's see some kickers. Let's see them work out. Let's get them worked out. Yeah. I hope uh, we join you next week. And we're talking about exactly how we predicted the Colts game going right. So, thanks for listening to our breakdown of week one NFL. We're back. Football's here. I'm ready for the guys to start over. Press the reset button. Week two. See ya in Jacksonville.